Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Tomorrow we have the biggest Thanksgiving tragedy since smallpox. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I know that so many of you are big-time football fans, but tomorrow you're really putting your fandom to the test. And I need to see if you actually have the guts and the fortitude to tune in to the early game on Thanksgiving. Ken Levick alive Wednesday, pre-Thanksgiving edition, here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. We are in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the cloudy and cool yet comfortable Intracoastal. Christina Costanza, once again, she can't get enough of me. She is back again for an hour here on Ken Levick Alive. I don't think we've talked this much. In the past two weeks, I have been on your show, I feel like, five times, and uh, we don't talk this much. I know. It's awesome. It's it's awesome when it can be in this setting, then after the show, I say, all right, Tina, off with you. Go yes. <laughs> go do whatever you're going to do. Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz running things, making sure everything goes smoothly for the, the next hour. Tina, what is your typical Thanksgiving day look like? How do you lay it out? What is, what is it sort of? Just bring us through in an expedited blow-by-blow um, uh, insight into what Thanksgiving is like with the Costanzas. So I, I don't, we don't really have a crazy Thanksgiving. So usually we have an earlier, you know, I guess not brunch time, like 1 p.m. We eat one or two, you know, early since I have some family who has to go other places afterwards. Um, but usually my parents and my grandma cook everything. You know, we've got some Italian stuff, you know, in the mix of our Thanksgiving dinner, um, or lunch, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really just kind of relaxing. We've got football on the TV, hanging out, drinking mimosas. And then, you know, we've got apps. So, you know, you have your meatballs, you have your deviled eggs, you know, I'm, I, oh, I, I like stock up on the deviled eggs. Uh Um, and then, you know, we just get to the big, the big dinner part, the big food. What, what, uh, what time do you eat typically? Like two, I would two? say. Oh, you're an, you're an early. Yeah, you're an early because usually eater. a lot of my family, like my cousins or even myself, like we have to go other places. So we do, my family usually does it pretty early. Yeah, one or two o'clock. So okay. that since we have some family also like this year, my family's coming down and they're um, from up north and they're driving back home. So, um, you know, we're making sure they can leave with enough time to get home and Got it. daylight. Got it. So it's a pretty calm, tame setting yeah. at the Costanza. I'm okay. usually passed out too. Yeah. After I have my food, I pass out on the couch just about every year. So I present to you and I present to our listeners here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast the prospect of at 12:30 turning on the Lions and the Bears. I make football a major part of my Thanksgiving day. I love watching football. I love being around football. I live for football. But I'm going to tell you something. The prospect of watching the 3-7 and Bears 
at the 0-9-1 Lions, where Detroit might be, might be trotting out a guy by the name of Tim Boyle to play quarterback? This is testing that. Okay? I know that football provides a lifeline for many. Football is a distraction from every, everyday life for many. And, and honestly, Tina, the spirit of Thanksgiving should be bringing family together. And I know it doesn't always work out like that. But you bring family together and you share and you love. And it's one of the only times during the year when you can be one whole family. Football helps you to bring people together. Except this game, to me, it feels like despite all the bad things you might have going on in your life, and despite how much you may hate your uncle, and how much you may despise the fact that grandma's gone down a weird Facebook wormhole and won't stop talking about the latest conspiracy theory, that may not be as bad as watching the Lions and Bears tomorrow. What an absolute crap fest on Thanksgiving. A hearty, wholesome holiday is going to be tainted at 1230 tomorrow because, one, it's the Lions and Bears, and two, the Lions continue to ruin Thanksgiving. I, for one, would like to start a petition to the NFL to get the Lions off of Thanksgiving. I don't want to watch them anymore. I don't care who the coach is. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care how sweet their colors are. I don't care how nice Ford Field is. I don't care how much of a tradition it is in the city of Detroit. The Lions, for almost my entire lifetime, have been mediocre to bad to abysmal, and they have spoiled my Thanksgiving every single year. But this this is extreme, because it seems like the NFL is actually out to hurt us. There's no excuse for this. There's still a chance Tim Boyle may start at quarterback for the Lions. And then you have Matt Nagy and whatever that Bears offense is. The Bears are unwatchable. Even when Justin Fields is in the game, they're completely unwatchable. The Lions have a walking, breathing meatball as a head coach. And they're bad. And this is what starts off so many people's Thanksgivings tomorrow. Is the Lions and the Bears. How much does football make up your Thanksgiving Thursday, Tina? None. Uh, the, it's on the TV, but it's nothing really crazy. Like, I have some questions for you. So you, like, I feel like you just said Thanksgiving is about family coming together, being together. You're not together as often during the year. And this is the holiday where you sit down, you eat, you know, you catch up and you're just thankful to be with each other. Shh. Are you really watching football if you're trying to be yes. together? Yes. And yes. Are, are you, do you talk to your family? I can't believe that you, I'm actually you, hearing this. My ears are bleeding. Do you are talk you? to your family members at all on Thanksgiving? When there's, they better get there early so that <laughs> we can talk before football starts. And then we talk during commercials. And then during the inevitable bad halftime shows. Other than that, it's football. But maybe not tomorrow. Because even though I grew up in Chicago... As a Bears fan, and it's always special when your team plays on Thanksgiving. Is it? Really? This isn't special. This is the worst tragedy since the white people brought smallpox and started killing off the Native Americans. Oh my gosh. This is the worst Thanksgiving tragedy since that. 
Are you going to watch the Lions and the Bears tomorrow in what might end up being the worst Thanksgiving NFL game of my lifetime? Do you have the fortitude? Do you have the guts? Or are you just going to pick things back up for the second of three games when it's the Cowboys and the Raiders? Are you going to give the Bears and Lions a shot tomorrow at 1230? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And let me give you a little insight too. So we're more, and because my my family is is Cuban, we do everything late. Okay. Yes. So there's no way that we would have everybody ready to go by two o'clock. So Not you're, happening. You're, In fact, we tell people two o'clock and we don't eat until it's six. So you're making your point like you really don't talk to family because if you say it's two o'clock and they have to come before football, if the first game's mm-hmm. at twelve thirty you you just said Thanksgiving's all about family, and you're literally ignoring it's about your family, family it's the about, entire no, time. No, 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 it's about family watching football. That's how you Not come together. Not everyone watches football. Uh, the people listening right now, I mean, they watch football. <laughs> they watch football, but I mean, are they really the I'm entire offended. Thanksgiving watching every game? Uh, like I'm going to be watching. It's always on in the background. Like I'm, it, it is always on the background. Always on in the background. Yes. I need. Uh, here's what my my Thanksgiving's not complete unless I am eating turkey and uh, Jim Nance is in my ear. Jim Nance is Thanksgiving. Joe Buck is Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving without them. My family can be there, but what completes the love circle is Jim Nance in one ear and Joe Buck in the other. Wow. Mm-hmm. With a side of Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Well, I'll be watching the game um, at twelve thirty because Justin Fee- Patrick Mahomes has a bye week, and I have Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team, but I also have as my backup Justin Fields. So he's got to do really, really good well, tomorrow. He's got to actually really, really play, and not sure if that actually one hundred percent is going to happen. Ah. So you might be in really, really big trouble. Ah! So are you giving? The winless Lions and the three-win, no-offense Bears a go tomorrow at 1230. 888 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And so typically at 1230, like a lot of people are preparing their, mm-hmm. their meals at that point and they've got the football on and they're watching it. But I'm just wondering if people are just going to completely forego this tomorrow. Because this is bad. Both teams are bad. Both teams are disgusting. They're incompetent. One coach is talking about eating kneecaps with the Lions. The other coach, he might as well have just walked out of the Bears facility three weeks ago. There's no direction for either franchise. You may have Tim Boyle against Andy Dalton. Tim Boyle against (laughs) Andy Dalton. Think about that. That's how you're going to start your Thanksgiving. And me, I may give it a passing glance, but I may actually converse with my family between 1230 and 3.30 tomorrow. For the first time and ever. And have the game is secondary. Yes, it's that bad. I'm willing to go to that place. <laughs> Bears and Lions. I would argue this is the worst Thanksgiving game, the worst matchup going in of my lifetime. And there have been some bad Lions teams that have taken the field on Thanksgiving. And also, can't we just remove the Lions from the Thanksgiving schedule? Do we hold it that dear to our hearts that the Lions host a Thanksgiving game and the first Thanksgiving game where we need to keep uh, putting ourselves in this spot to be punished? Like, I haven't been perfect this year. 
but I deserve better than this. Are you going to give the Lions and the Bears a full-fledged, full-attention shot tomorrow on a holiday that's about family? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And by the way, McLovin just texted me. Dalton is starting tomorrow. So yeah, your fantasy Justin Fields watch. Oh, you might no. as well go prepare the mashed potatoes, Tina. Let's go to West Palm. That's where we find Toby. Toby, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Toby? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I just want to say, uh, yeah, that game's going to stink, and uh, I'll just <laughs> I'll just prepare to eat my lunch at that time and then watch the Cowboys games later. There you go. So you, you're you're going to be tuned in once it's the Cowboys and Raiders. Let me ask you, uh, what are you still a, a a turkey guy, like an old fashioned turkey guy, Toby? Yeah, I was, I was raised from the you know the cornbread dressing, the, the turkey, the sweet potatoes, and yeah, the whole nine yards. Good. I'm glad to yep. hear that, and appreciate the call, Toby. Uh, because when when we come back, something disturbing came out earlier this week, and I'm learning a lot about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving menus that I I never knew before, and it's making me feel really bad. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. It is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I am thankful for them. You will be thankful for them because they are going to help you find your job in sports and in the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Well, Ken, what do I do if I'm in the FAU MBA Sport Management Program? Well, you go to classes and you end up hearing from those who are in the sports industry. Special guests come in because Dr. Jim Rudin is well-connected. Maybe you'll learn about how to function in a front office. Maybe you'll learn how to function as a sports agent. Maybe you'll learn how to function as a facilities director. Maybe you'll learn how to function as someone who works in a conference office. All of those type of guests come in and speak to the students with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program and help put you on your way. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for classes on campus in Boca or remotely, working around your schedule, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport.